Welcome to episode 15 of the Wiretat Podcast with Alex and Carlos. And uh, Carlos, why don't you tell a little bit what happened? We we had a show Uh. prepared. We had a guest. lined up i mean we had a guest and everything for the we had show. technical we had technical difficulties alex that's what we had is technical difficulties i could get i, I could get into it uh i don't know what happened man somehow i got into my file explorer i thought i downloaded the show on the current hard drive and then it said double click to download double clicked double clicked and i spent two hours double clicking and then i try to do a zoom hack Man, these Zoom hacks didn't work. So uh, we've got a pending show that we're going to bring back to everybody uh, because I think it was a really good show, Alex. Uh, The guest that we had and talked about, uh, you know, the shoe flipping world, uh, what that looks like. We talked about, you know, those that that are into shoe flipping, if you want to get into shoe flipping uh, and some of the things that, you know, some do's and don'ts of shoe flipping and how to recognize fake shoes. I mean, I, th- I think I think it'll it'll be good and, and, and maybe it'll be uh, good for both of us to brush up on a little bit more information now that we know a little bit more. But I think it'll be good mm-hmm. to bring back to everybody. Want to apologize for last week not being able to drop anything. Uh, we're making it up. Don't worry, we will make it up here in the next couple of weeks. We might be able to do a double take, uh, but we'll see. Uh, so, yeah, uh, and, Alex- th- and also, and also, you know, sorry to George, um, for because um, I know he was uh, excited for the show to come out, and uh, we'll get you back on and we'll do it again. You know, we'll do absolutely. a run up, absolutely, absolutely. I think, I think usually when you do a take two, it's always come, I mean, it always comes back uh, bigger and better. So, uh, I'm excited for what's to come for sure. But Alex, uh, I don't know about you, man, but uh, as as I was uh, looking through the the content calendar, one of the biggest things that kept jumping up to me, man, uh, as we're putting things together, have you ever had a boss, bro? Uh, uh, you know, before you you become your own boss in certain ways, right? Uh, have you ever had just a horrible boss story, man? You got a boss story that you're like, man, I couldn't deal with this guy. And I had to just bounce. Nah, I mean, dude, I think I've been kind of fortunate to, I mean, they, you, we all have bosses, right? And they all tend to, they all have their 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 good side and their bad side, just like we do. And they, and, and they do, you know? Um, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, when I was at, at Pizza Hut, when I was at, you know, the, my boss was pretty good to me. I mean, just because maybe I'm just, uh, I don't wait for somebody to tell me what to do if there's something I need to do, right? And then when I used to work at the dealership, same thing. My, my, my boss was really cool. I mean, the previous, the next job that I worked for, and then the the, the next, there was one guy that he wasn't very knowledgeable. And, you know, it's, it's not that you don't hold any respect towards them, but when they try to tell you or try to correct you when they know less than you do, it, it's a little challenging, right? For At sure. times, For because sure. you, you kind of look at your boss to be the the guidance of what you need to do and, and ask for help. And they should be able to guide you. Um, so that was a little challenging, but no, nah, dude, I think I've, I've been, I think I'm, I've had good bosses, dude. How, how about yourself? Do you got a story for us? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a story, man, you know, and that kind of leads into, you know, those that are listening, uh, give us, you know, write us, tell us about some of some of the uh, horrible boss stories, get it off your chest, as the Breakfast Club says, if you ever have a boss story that you just want to get off your chest, because you're just done with it. But, you know, I had, I've, I've, I've been fortunate uh, during the time that I had to focus and had upper management, uh, you know, above me. Uh, I did have this one specific boss that I can think of. Uh, I was, you know, of course, I was on his same field. Uh, we oversaw different things, of course. But, you know, at the end of the day, he was president. I was just your vice president. Uh, but what was interesting about this situation, Alex, was that everybody else did not like him. They were either one, afraid of the man, right? One, they were afraid of him. Or two, they thought he was just an absolute jerk. And to me, I thought the dude was just a big old teddy bear, to be honest with you, man. I thought the dude was just one big teddy bear misunderstood, right? Uh, he did. Don't get me wrong. He had uh, he had a way of, you know, he was a former Baltimore police officer. Uh, so he had this this persona, right? He he gave mm -hmm. off this authoritative authority. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Authority, yeah. Gave, authority stance, right? Yeah. Yeah. The stance, the way he carried himself is very serious. But when you pulled the man aside, cause you know, we sat on different, we sat around the table and those that were, you know, underneath us uh, would see him that way. But when we sat around the table, it was like, this dude would cut up more than I would, you know? And I realized and I learned that, you know, this man is just ultimately misunderstood because people in the organization just didn't like him, Alex. Uh, they had wanted nothing to do with him. They thought he was an absolute jerk. And the thing is, when he would ask you a question, if you thought he was an absolute jerk, the question comes across as, oh, this guy's, this guy's going to fire me type of approach, right? But all he was doing is asking a question because he's requesting this because he's got to explain to himself or his team around the table, you know, why this is taking place. So I really don't have any horrible boss stories, man. I do have a boss that was misunderstood uh, for being mm -hmm. considered a horrible boss, you know, so I could I could honestly say that, man. But, you know, it wasn't bad news. You know what I mean? It was actually mm -hmm. good news. Uh, in, in my favor, for sure. But speaking of bad news, did you catch this thing that's going on in Georgia? Uh, you know, we yeah, are in Georgia, those that are listening, and, and we're focusing on the city of, what is it, Woodstock, Alex? Yeah, Woodstock, Georgia. There's been a little bit of drama down there. And, and I don't know how much drama you, you can say, but there. so there's a lady that participates in, the, in this church, and she's a member of that, I guess, well-known. It's made national and, news, by the way. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. So she was part of this congregation and she was going there and she got the letter. She got a letter uh, in her mailbox indicating that she was no longer welcome in the church unless she repent for her sins because she's uh, she, I think she's a lesbian, right, Carlos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. She, so, she so she's the other way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so and basically her sexuality is not accepted in the in that particular church so they told her that either she repent or she's no longer welcome and that they would tell everybody in the congregation her news and they would excommunicate her 
right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's kind of like, and I don't know if some of our, our listeners or viewers uh, for that sake are familiar with, you know, the whole church of Scientology. Uh, if you gotten into uh, that Leah Remney church of Scientology, uh, it is the same type of culture where if the church excommunicates you, they're absolutely done with you and members are absolutely done with you. And not only are the members of the church done with you, your own family, Alex, your own family turns their back against you because you have committed this great sin. And all of a sudden this church uh, makes national headlines all because they told this young lady that, you know, she couldn't participate. Now, listen, Alex, I am not here to judge. I don't think you're here to judge. Uh, it is not my duty or my responsibility to judge. I know what the good book says. Uh, but however, I also know what the Church of Christ believes and the way they view religion and the way they view themselves. Uh, but what I can say is that there's no excuse, man. There is absolutely no excuse uh, 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 to what you're seeing, right? What you're reading, that someone is treated in this way and they're completely, you know, they want nothing to do with her because she chooses to go down this route. You know, at the end of the day, you got to still learn to love that individual, so- whether they're wrong or right. Man, dude, I think you know. Is it is it our job to judge that person or to judge any other person? I don't think so, right? Our job is not not to judge somebody. So you know, I, I think they're wrong. I, I think they're wrong in the scenario. I, I like you said, you know, the Bible may say one thing, and then another thing is people. I think you let them come in. You cast that net. You want people to come in the church. And you let the chips fall where they fall, and and, and you let God do the judgment. There, when you know when we all die, and if you believe in that, if you don't, you know that's right. You you have your opinion to not believe in that, but if you believe in it, when you go up there, God's gonna judge them, and it's gonna be His job to judge her, not not their job. Yeah, let them yeah. come. Let them hear the and word of God. And that's exactly what's going on here. And 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 let me let and the whole reason we're bringing this up is because it has caught national attention. Listen, if this was just something that happened locally, we're not going to bring it up. But the reason it's caught national attention is because of this letter that the church wrote that she made it public. And when she made this letter public, Alex, the church apparently has been receiving death threats, uh, bomb threats. Uh, there have been broken windows. Uh, people don't want to respond to the questions that that the news media is is coming after them. And she says it. Look, I don't want y'all to attack these people. I just wanted this to be known that this was taking place, and I thought this was unfair, right? Yeah. So you know, I, I I agree with her that it is certainly unfair. I don't think anyone needs to be treated this way, no matter which way you swing, right? Uh, I could care less which way you sing, uh, swing, not sing, uh, whichever way you (laughs) swing, that's on you, right? But at the end of the day, it is not my responsibility uh, to to really bring final judgment on this lady. And I feel bad for her, man, but it's made national news, which is crazy if you ask me, Alex. No, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. You know, this, this show today is full of drama and, and a lot of stuff. But one thing we want to I wanted to talk, Carlos, is is Canelo's fighting this weekend. I, I don't know if you're, drama, you're right? it, I don't know if you've been catching up a little bit of the press conference, the face off, the back and forth, the banter. Um, basically, this guy is 
is really trying to attack Canelo personally and, and even going after the Hispanic media and making fun of them and, and really being very disrespectful, right? One thing is being disrespectful towards your opponent. Another thing is being disrespectful towards the people that are interviewing and everything. And I don't think that's right. Um, this guy's been You're talking been about Canelo's, oppo- uh, Canelo's opponent, right? You're talking yeah, about Joe, Joe Sanders. Yes, correct. Yeah. So, yeah. like, if you catch a little bit of the interviews, but you know, he did first, he had an issue with the ring saying, No, oh, this ring is too, it needs to be bigger, this, this, and that. And then Canelo's like, Dude, I don't care. Whatever you want to do is like, I, I didn't, I'm here. It's just another day in the office for me. It's like, I'm going to go in there, do my thing. <laughs> and it was like, I don't really care. Whatever you want to do is it's fine. It's like, you know, because that's what Canelo does, dude. I think he's yeah. he's a fighter. He's a strong fighter. He really? shows the 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 Mexican heart in him. You know, the the challenger that I'm always going forward, 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 and he's not backing down. And, and I think he's gonna show that in the ring. I'm 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 not too familiar with the other guy, but I do have a lot of faith in Canelo and his power, his years of experience. And dude, um, I think that it's gonna be a great fight. I'm definitely gonna watch it. I don't know if you're gonna watch it. I'm gonna try to catch it tomorrow for sure. If we look at the records, Canelo has 37 knockouts versus 14 knockouts. The other guy does have a little height advantage. I mean, he's 5'11, yeah. so he's basically my size, my my height. He's like in the Canelo's five nine. He's got a just a half of an inch longer reach, and you know this guy is thirty and zero, right? Versus Canelo's fifty five one and and two, meaning he's got two draws and one loss, loss against Mayweather. Um, but he's a completely different fighter than when he fought Mayweather. And man, I really, I really think that Canelo. If he beats him, he's going to be a three um, different division world champ, champ. undisputed, yeah. making yeah. history that no one's ever done. And I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for the fight. I'm excited too, man. I, I think there's a lot of money being thrown down on this fight. Uh, there's a like, whole lot of press that's taking place as well. Oh, for sure. And when there's a whole lot of press, there's a whole lot of money at stake, right? So yeah, no, I'm I'm ex- I believe HBO is owning the rights. Is is that true, Alex? No, as the the zone is 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 gonna be basically doing the pay per views and oh, he's gonna be displaying the stuff, and then also it's the first event, I, I think, in our modern COVID or post COVID. That's gonna have over seven thousand, seventy thousand people attendance. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. I mean, you know, I think we're we're. It's hard to say with this COVID. We're like past it, not past it. People are getting vaccinated. Some people are not. It's like I think as the more people get vaccinated and the more stuff, look, you want to or you don't want to. I think it'll lead us down the right path eventually, where things can go to normal. We can have these stadium jam-packed and yeah here goes canelo and canelo's fight's gonna is gonna be the one that's gonna tell us if sports can resume to a big 70,000 34,000 people attendance you know you know i don't think we're at herd immunity uh nowhere near herd immunity but i think at some point somebody's got to be the brave ones to say let's try this you know somebody's got to be brave enough to say hey let's give it a shot you know, if we fail and, and this goes bad, well, we now know, right? Uh, it's the same reason why, you know, you got Alabama, who's next to us as a state. They've already lifted the social distancing and the mass ban. You know, when you talk about uh, what we're doing to protect ourselves from this virus, 
you know, that's what's going on next door to us. And here we are. We just lifted our governor, just lifted the social distancing. So I, I think I think it's 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 not going to set an example, but I think it's going to be a good example to use for sure as to if we are ready for sports in this pandemic, man. So, yeah, no, I'm excited about this fight. What's what's uh, what's the amount of uh, amount of money, man? Do you remember? No, dude, I, I don't know the the actual numbers yet. Um, and maybe we can talk about it at or, or the following week. We'll, we'll retouch a little bit of our experience of what 15, we saw the fight. 15 so, million. It's a so guaranteed million. Yeah, 15 million. Uh, it's a guaranteed 15 million and a 2.5 million in guaranteed payouts. Uh, that's 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 what's being said right now. This is as of obviously Canelo's going to get the bigger purse because he's the one that brings the audience. Course, and course. versus the other guy but we'll, we'll talk more about the numbers i think uh once you know they disclose a lot more information probably on our next show we'll touch up a little bit about it and just see how it went you know yeah man yeah man let me ask you one question before we jump off of this who is canelo's manager is it uh chavez no 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 dude is it the golden boy <laughs> is, is it the golden boy is it the no golden it's boy? not golden boy they okay, actually good. went in good. he had a he had a fight with him and they went to courts and everything. And De La Hoya came out and said, De La Hoya is a thief, bro. It's all about money for that guy. That cat is something else, man. De La Hoya is just a hustler, man. Yeah, no, it's 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 about money. You book up for a little bit for me. But yeah, he's all about the money. But he's saying that Canelo's all about the money that he wanted. And Canelo's like, no, it, this goes beyond money. It's like, I'm not, I didn't do it for the money. I wish that, you know, some people would have been more loyal to the word or more loyal to certain things and back me up when they needed mm. to back me up. Mm. And, and Calling that's what about. it is. And talking about that, talking about promoters, and I know it's not a part of a show, but it leads off to the next little big drama is yeah, Mayweather's having this exhibition fight versus Logan Paul. Uh -huh, and, uh -huh, you know, uh -huh. some people are hating about it. And look, nobody's saying that, Logan Paul doesn't do the work. He must do some type of work. <laughs> Where did this think, dude show up from, bro? Is I don't know. <laughs> First of all, I don't even know why Mayweather. If, if, if he's got so much money, I don't even know why he wanted to take it. But why is he like, even looking at this kid? Maybe yeah. he's like, hey, quick 15, 20 mil. I'll take it. You know, I'll show this cat, you know, what, what's going on with the this real is deal. All is with the this is all press. This is all press. You know what, what I do like about it, though? Yeah. It shows that. You can promote your own fights. If you have enough uh, following, you can make the fights happen. Why oh, does, absolutely. Well, a lot of professionals have said that this is not me talking. It's just me gathering information from other ones. Is why, why are they pulling the numbers? Because it's the fight that people want to see. People want to see. Boxing takes so much because of all these promoters. And they give us the fights five years when nobody cares about them. We want to see the best fighting the best. That's why Canelo... Doesn't back out. You want to fight? Let's go. You, you're in world title? Okay, cool. Let's go. Let's do it. You know, you already beat you twice. I don't want to fight with you no more. He was, He's always looking for the next fight. And it basically shows promoters, if you're not doing the job, we don't really don't need, need you. you. That's right. Exactly. That's right. So I thought that was interesting. The and music kind of industry is that way as well. Yeah, man. I, look, I the only reason I want to tune into this, Alex, and I don't know about you, man, the only reason I want to tune into this Mayweather – Logan Paul fight. It's uh, June the 6th. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only reason I want to see it is because I want to see Logan Paul get knocked out. That's all I want to see. I want to see it, Mayweather destroy this man just for running his mouth. You but know, you know it, 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 it's all about the money. 
Yeah, it's all about the money, man. It's a little scary for Mayweather, too. I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. But, man, what if Logan Paul a YouTuber. gets him with a YouTuber, gets him with one lick right in the temple or <laughs> oh something where God. it just knocks him out? It's oh like, God. that would be embarrassing for him. That would be 100%. Embarrassing for sure, man. It's like this YouTuber who came you in. Know, is- you know, and, and, and here, and this is where we, we're going to move. Speaking of embarrassing, man. I I I kind of give up on this piece, man. Uh, today, uh, there's a little bit more, uh, you know, there's a little bit more relevance as to what's going on with this situation. But to our listeners uh, and to our viewers, uh, I'm talking about Tristan Thompson, man. Uh, we, Carlo, we talked about it on the show, man. We just talked about this, bro. What we did we say? Just talked about this. Now he's accused of doing this again to Miss Khloe Kardashian. Um, and and I don't know. I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but I think we all know that the uh, the alleged uh, allegedly uh, the woman he was talking to, she's not holding back. I mean, she's been very, very vocal. Uh, would you agree, Alex? She's been very Dude. vocal. She's been showing uh, DMs. I mean, she's been on it. And today, according to what I saw, is he spoke up, right? Oh, he did. He, yeah, he, did. he spoke so, up about it. So before you touch on that, she basically came out and says, like, hey, look, we hanged out. We did We did our thing. I, plain, I, I asked him. If he was single, he uh-huh. said yes. We went this, this, and that. And obviously, he was lying to me. As soon as I found out he was lying to me, and he was in an actual relationship still with Chloe, we I cut that out. Like I, I, started, I said, nope, no more because you lied to me. This, this, and that. So she's under the impression that he's single, and and you know he's over there messing around. And look, this girl, I I looked her up in her Instagram just to to double check and. I mean, she's a cutie, you know, don't get me wrong. She's a cutie and I don't know what he's thinking, but if he wants to do that, why commit to Chloe? And we said it here. Did we not? That she needed to focus on herself. That why go back to this guy that over time, over time, he's been doing the same thing over and over to her. I mean, did you see that? I mean, did you see that he's taking legal action? Did you hear about against what against her against her? He's taking legal thing is, against her. But the thing is, if it's true, then how can you stop someone from telling the truth? That's the whole point of the legal action. He's telling he the reason he's approaching the legal action is he he has uh, basically said, I want you to stop talking about it. Right. Yeah. He's taking legal action against the claims that he cheated against Chloe uh, Kardashian by sending a cease and desist letter to the Instagram model who says she hooked up with him earlier this year after he told her he was single. And, and look, if you guys want to look her up, there's a Sydney Chase XO. I mean, you can look her up on Instagram. You can see. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, I don't think he can do anything. And these two just reconciled. I, I think it's better for her to find out now. I, I get it that she wants something to work so bad. But sometimes, dude, there's a there's a Hispanic saying that even if the shoe's tied, it, it don't fit. Right. Right. Like right, yeah. if the shoes don't fit, I mean, it doesn't fit. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? She tried it. She tried it. She tried to put that Cinderella shoe as hard as she could, but she's not the one. I just don't understand. If you are not guilty, why would you send a, 
a cease and desist letter. Mm -hmm. Why would you send that legal document? In other words, stop talking about it or I will sue. And then, of course, you know, you've got reports that Chloe reached out to her and Chloe asked her, you know, if, if we can, we talk about this, but can we not make this public? Because, I mean, this young lady, as as we all have seen, uh, this young lady is certainly trying to get her 15 minutes of fame, whether it happened or not. Uh, she she wants people to know that she's in, uh, that she's had this conversation. And what's crazy about all this is, look, these things happen throughout the world that we live in. I don't know what makes Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian a subject, even a topic on this show. But the reason that we keep bringing this up is because it keeps coming up, man. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. this this is one of those things where we go back to, sweetheart, at the end of the day, if it's not working, you need to walk away as well. Right. It's not like she doesn't have her own career, her own her lifestyle. It's not like she really depends on him. I one thing is you depending on him, and another thing is your daughter. I think if he's been in charge of his daughter and do his father whatever a father needs to do, that's that's one thing, right? Another thing is you and him, and I think that's the problem right there. That she needs to let learn to let go and and be happy. She ain't never gonna be happy. The trust issues they're always gonna be there because it's not one time. It's yeah, it's multiple times. Yeah, man. Yeah, that man. that wound will never completely heal. No, no, because everything he does now is going to be questioned, right? Correct. Every every person he talks to is going to be questioned. You know, and he's telling her, according to the sources that are out there, is that he said to this young lady, uh, and she said it on the No Jumper podcast, of course, shout out to them, uh, where, you know, he basically said to her, according to what she's saying, that he wasn't with Chloe and that Chloe wasn't his type. Well, according to what we see on television, it is exactly who you want. It is exactly who you see yourself with, right? And here you are trying to regain her trust just to come back in her arms. So, you know, that's this is this is drama that, you know, at some point we all got to let it go and stop talking about it. But, you know, and you're right, Alex, she's got her own success. And, you know, we applaud her success and her own ventures. I just don't know what this family is going to do once this show ends. Uh, maybe another show will creep up. Maybe another network will jump in. Uh, Kylie, but the recent- Kylie will take care of them. Who will? Kylie. Kylie will take care of them. I, I don't know, man. If what's interesting is you don't even see Kylie on the show anymore. She rarely no. shows up. She's Dude, why would she? She's she's, she's basically a billionaire. Like, I mean, why would she need to? Why would she need to, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think about Chloe's success, and and here's the thing: sometimes in these situations, you need a self-check, don't you think, Alex? Yeah, I think you need to discipline yourself, right? You really do. And and that leads to, you know, we've been talking about the seven rules of success over the past four weeks when we jumped on uh, some different disciplines that we needed to talk about. And this week's discipline is uh, rule number four in, uh, you know, the rules of success is a self-check that no matter uh, how much success you encounter, and I've talked to you, Alex, about this. I've I've had my own conversations and my I, I've I, I've got my own writings. There's a book that I'm working on. Is you have to self check yourself, man. There are times that you can get so caught up in everything that you're doing that there are times where you need a self check, right? 
Uh, you're constantly evaluating yourself. You're constantly adjusting your own work, your attitude, your beliefs. Uh, you know, you got to focus on you, but you always need a self-check, right? You can't be complacent, but you also can't always go 24-7. You also have to learn to take care of yourself. Would you agree with me, Alex, on this one? Yeah, I mean, sometimes if you don't do your self-check, somebody will remind you that you need to do a self-check, right? Um, we all go through that from time to time. That's adjusting, adjusting your evaluating how much time you're spending at work, um, um, how we're responding to certain situations, sometimes for good or sometimes for bad, right? I mean, it's sure. just, it's an overcorrection of the things that we're doing wrong, change of attitude. Maybe we change a little bit of our beliefs as far as, um, and then it's not even have to be religious. It's just the beliefs of believing one thing and, and knowing that, oh, I was wrong and adapting. Some some people say it's like, nah, you you've changed. You changed. It's like, no, I just got more, I got more information. You know, it's it's we all grow. I just learned more about point. myself. Yeah. Yeah, yep. you learn more about yourself. And it's like, I'm sorry if you think that I've changed or you've changed or whatever. It's just different paths lead different different roads. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Um, that's right. And that's a that's a deep conversation I have. It's like learning to let go of certain situations. And that's what we need to self-check ourselves. Just like the thing says, man, I think you, you have to really analyze in yourself and, and it's hard, you know, it's, sometimes it's hard uh, to know that it was like, man, am I, am I screwing up or are you doing this? And we all need that, man. It's a dose of reality. Uh, and so that's my opinion on that. I think we all need it. It's necessary. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's it's good to check others as well right i mean mm -hmm. especially your immediate circle is like dude like what's going on like this is the this this and that yeah, and help yeah. someone else see yeah, that hey yeah. maybe you need to self-check that's right you know they uh in this article that we've talked about these seven rules of success uh one of my favorite parts of number four is it talks about personal power means you set performance standards somewhere between complacency and superiority right? You, you have to develop these disciplines. You have to develop these rules to say, okay, when it comes to my own personal power, right? The power I have over my life, the things that I do, how I'm performing on a daily basis, the goals that I set for myself, the standards I lay out for me. At some point, I've got to find this, this rule. I've got to find this specific uh, uh, way of living between being complacent and being superior, right? right? Where, where is that happy medium that I can check myself, remind myself where I came from, remind myself the people that got me to where I am right now and not leaving them behind, right? And reminding myself as to who I am, where I came from, what am I about? What are my values? What's my mission? What's my legacy? And that's what I want to encourage everyone that's listening is when you think about success, yes, you've got to think about yourself because you you are the one that has gotten there. However, you know, I don't want you to get to a point where, you know, uh, you see what uh, I believe is Snoop Dogg in an interview. He said, you know, I want to thank me. I want to thank uh, me, myself and I for getting myself mm -hmm. here. No, absolutely. But there is always a group of individuals. There is always a, a whether that's family Someone, related, that's right. There is always people that have supported and held you up. 
Yeah, someone that gave you the shot, someone that introduced you to somebody else, and you wouldn't have got that to that position or to that section or whatever if it wasn't for that other person. Um, it's like, yeah, you might have put the work. So that's a difference, right? Is you have to put in the work. And we said it before. No one's going to lay something out there for, but you can be thankful that someone helped you open the door. Think about right. that job, right? Someone had a vouch for you or said, hey, hire this person. I think you'll do great in this position and get and he opened the door for you. And then yep. you went in there yep. and you busted that door open and you worked hard. You showed um, that you can learn. That's right. And you show that you can adapt or in all the circumstances and push yourself that maybe elevated and went superseded everybody's goals and even your own. And now you're in a position where you could be the boss. I, I don't know. Right. But the problem is that we got to recognize that if it wasn't for that person that opened the door, these other opportunities wouldn't have happened. So one thing leads to another. Yes, you took yourself there, but without that other person, you wouldn't have gotten there. Yeah. And so, that's where that self-check comes from. Right. No. So, you know, these are the they're not called rules for no reason. Right, Alex? Uh, they're not called rules for uh, for not a reason. There is a reason as to why they're called rules is because these somebody are says rules are meant to be broken. <laughs> they are. No, no, no. Listen, that's true. Rules are meant to be broken. That's why they're rules. However, when it comes to rules such as these, these rules are going to keep you grounded. These rules are going to allow you to understand as the past three, you know, the past three weeks we've talked about choose your possibilities, not your problems, right? Don't neglect, yeah. uh, you know, the pursuit of success and more importantly, understanding and learning about collaborating with others. So with this week, you know, as we talk about these self-check, as we talk about motivating yourself and reaching higher standards, you know, there's things that you've got to do. I, I want to encourage you. I don't know about you, Alex, but I write things down. You know, I keep an agenda. I keep a planner. I've talked about this. It's called the high performance mm -hmm. planner. I write things down. I define my direction. I meet my goals. And once I meet my goals, I set higher goals, right? More attainable goals. I don't just put lofty, fluffy goals for the sake of putting them down because they're never going to get reached if I'm not realistic in my goal setting, right? In my goal planning. So, you know, again, always in those situations, you got to sell check yourself, man. So uh, that's that's uh, rule number four today as we talk about the, the seven rules of success. But, you know, as we talk about success, and I don't know about you, Alex, but there's always a level of fear that kicks into uh, to success. Uh, and, and I saw this article and uh, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to read it. Did you get a chance to read it? I think you did, right? Yeah, no. So, so I think, and, and we can touch a, a little bit about each one of these, but man, this, this place so, so much and everyone, even if you don't think so, it does, yeah. man. We all have a, the fear of failure, right? Oh man. That's, everyone does. If anything, that's so, mine, Alex. But the thing is, the thing is, Carlos, and, and there's a lot of successes out there and failures only if you don't keep trying, you know, absolutely. It, it, there, there's many things that don't we can discuss. Yeah. It's like get down. Yeah. It, it You not get knocked down seven times. You get up on the eighth and then you made out the eighth. Right. right. But the thing is, it doesn't even matter, though. We all have this fear of failure, but we got to learn to see past it, man. I think you got to get up and ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I listen, uh, this, this article, uh, for those of you that are listening, uh, there is this article that talks about life hacks, right. Uh, and it talks about, uh, different, 
Tim, ten, uh, it's what it's called. If you want to look it up, it's called 10 Biggest Fears uh, That Hold You Back From Living Your Best Life. And what it does, it, it, it creates this mindset. Uh, well, it hopes to create a mindset where you begin to think about those uh, top 10 things, right? That kind of get in the way of what you're wanting to do. Alex talked about the first one, the fear of failure. Uh, and, and as I name these, uh, you know, think about your own and for your own life, right? What are the, what is that one thing that really gets to you when it comes to fear? Is it a fear of a success that when you do have success, you don't know how to control it. You don't know how to manage it. You don't know how to take it. You don't even know how to act anymore. Uh, the fear of loss, uh, you Hold may on. lose friends, right? No, but so, so this one, this one, yes, you, you going into that, but I think this one is, this one talks to so many people. Oh man. So many people. The Covers fear of loss. Yeah. 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 The fear of loss. And this is to just take, um, the, out of the losing someone. Cause that's always, that's a different subject and it yeah, is, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, it's a different direction, but at the fear of loss, man, this, this is I think a major one because I think this one holds a lot of the people back from investing. Yeah. Um, losing money. We, losing money, dude. It's yeah. it's the big factor. Everybody doesn't, the little money that we have, we don't want to lose it, right? No, of course but not. the fear of, of loss is a major one of stopping people from investing in the stock market. That's why you shouldn't invest in cryptocurrency. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. It, 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 correct. People, <laughs> but not, you know, I'm not scared of losing that because that's money that it's, but listen, no, but uh, it, it, I don't want to take it in that direction because no, we no, all, no, we I'm have, just messing with you. I figured we, I, have I our strong opinion. out there. Yeah, no, we have our strong opinions about cryptocurrency and and that's a different subject. But investing in things that you believe, companies that have been proven to withstand the times, the, yeah. the, the pandemic ups and downs. Proof. Yeah, man. But but dude, the fear of loss and the, it, it's it's a major one. We gotta really go past it and you gotta know that you're always gonna have the fear. I have that fear. Carlos has that fear, you know. We don't we don't want to lose money because we want to be winners. We all want to gain. Yeah. We we want to be winners. Yeah. So the fear of loss, I think it's a major one that we need to see past it. Even if you can't, you you got to push through it. That's yeah. what I would say. You push yeah. through it. Yeah. And then you'll be more comfortable once you understand it more. But really do your research. Yeah, man. You got to. You got to. See, in order to get over this fear of loss. You got to confront the fear of losing things, right? Right off the bat, you've got to understand that there could be some losses that take place, right? And if you understand that these losses are going to take place, then you will actually enjoy everything you love about it, right? Even, you know, here's the thing, you've got to learn to love the loss, you following me on this, Alex? Yeah, yeah. That's get deep. over, it, it, it is deep. In order for you to get, and to fully understand and grasp and really push through, as you have mentioned, this fear of loss, you have to learn to love the loss, right? You got to learn to love the loss for the sake of pushing through. And that when you understand that that attachment can be left behind and it will happen at some point, then you can actually live with that joy, right? You can actually live with that joy that what you have lost, you're okay with because you've learned to love it, right? And another, in other words is don't fall in love with the money, fall in love with the, with the journey, right? Absolutely. Fall in love man. with the process. So it's falling in love with the process 
that'll take you further. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now the fourth one talks about uh, the fear of being judged, right? Yeah. Uh, I think we all have, uh, yeah, man, that's a major one. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't fear it. But I do, I do receive that judgment. Uh, I don't know about you. I do Alex. understand I, I it. I, I understand I it. Yeah, I man. understand where it comes from. But that I can tell you that doesn't that does not this this one doesn't phase me at all. Yeah. Um, um, there's some other ones that are, impact me a little bit more than others. Yeah. But learning to to the fear of being judged, dude, is like I mean maybe it's easier for me, uh, but I can understand why other people. It's like, what if I do this? They're going to judge me that I'm doing this. Like, man, I would say to that, don't worry about what anybody else is thinking. You got to worry about yourself. Do you? And if those people are not not going to encourage you, man, just leave them behind. I mean, you know, you got to look and and follow that path that's going to lead you to success. That's right. That's right. Uh, and, and there's, there's a couple more and we've got to buzz right through these. Cause I don't, I don't want to spend too much time on these, but these are realities that you, and, and the reason yeah, the other ones can go guys, quick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the other the reason we quick. bring these up guys is because, you know, as we talk about finances, as we talk about investing, as we talk about money, as we talk about life, right. Uh, even mm-hmm. back to dating, some of these dating hacks we've talked about, uh, whether we're, you know, back episode 10 or nine or 11, you know, you, you've got to, we just want you to understand that these things are real to us just as much as they're real to you. So the fear of losing our identity, talked yeah. about that. Uh, the fear of time, right? Uh, the fear of who you really are, right? You know, some people will make, and this is a tough one for some people, Alex. Yeah. Some people will want to achieve success. Some people will want to jump in and invest and risk it all, but they keep hitting the wall right? And what you do in those moments is you realize, man, this maybe is not did for you, me. And that's you, a hard did, decision. Yeah, no, for sure. The, dude, that definitely is a hard one. And I'll, I don't know if did you skip over one? Did you skip over fear of losing control? Or did you say that one? Oh, no, no. The fear of losing control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yeah. Lose, so I the did fear of losing that, control. Yeah, yep. it's a uh, once no you create, oh man, yeah. Once once you create a your baby and it's actually working, as lo- is is the fear of losing control. It's like I'm pretty sure that Jessica Alba. I don't know if uh, a lot of your listeners know who she is, but they should if they don't. But is that she because just, you know who she is? Listen, yeah, I know I'm sorry. Let's not get into that. We can move forward. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. You kind of broke I up. Didn't, I, didn't, I, I didn't mean to bring that one up. Anyway, go ahead. I don't know if you broke up, so I didn't really understand <laughs> what you said. Maybe I'll catch it in the recording. Maybe but, you'll catch it in the recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I can hear what you said. But, it, dude, <laughs> you got me all thinking. But anyways, um, Now I got you thinking about Jessica Alba. This is something. No, no, no. I, was anyway, just think, I was just thinking. I was just thinking. Uh, so Jessica Alba just released her IPO of her company, Honest Company, and that's her baby. And now she released the IPOs and actually did invest a little bit. Right now it's going to go down, but I think I got high hopes. Their earnings are not, they hasn't made any money, but the company has been growing and growing and growing. Now they're expanding to different countries. And I believe that they'll be able to bounce back. But anyways, my point to that is, I think she has major feels of losing control because the company's, so tight in, and obviously they made a lot of contracts that they didn't hear an image, her friendly, that's the, in her image is so tight in with the company and some other things. Yeah. All that is done because she's, it was contractual because she's afraid of what? Losing control. 
right. So we all right. have that. I believe she, I honestly, I, I know her. We go way back and we talk constantly. And I think that that's going through her mind right now. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. And I, and, and again, it's another big fear that when losing control, that big fear has the ability from keeping. As a matter of fact, let me call her guys. I'll put it on FaceTime right here. Put her on FaceTime really quick, Alex. While you do that, let me, let me talk about the other one. Uh, The other one is the fear of who you really are. Uh, uh, The other one is the fear of loss of the known. Check that out. Fear Mm -hmm. of the loss of the known, what you know, and it's completely disappeared. Uh, What you're used to, and it has completely disappeared. Uh, and last but not least is the fear of what's next, right? That's a deep one as well, Alex. Uh, sometimes yeah. people will take their business, will take their idea, will take a relationship, whatever it is that you're trying to grow in your life. Sometimes there is a fear as to where do you take it next, right? Where do you take it next? And at some point, you know, it's okay to be there. Sometimes you have to be okay with just being there and enjoying where you are at before you get to that next stage. But if it's time to scale and grow, then you got to scale and grow. But you know, there's a, this is a tricky one. And if anybody hasn't seen it, have you seen McDonald's, the movie? Yeah, man. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, so if anybody hasn't seen it, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. It, Croc. Yeah. So basically, watch the movie, but watch it from a different lens. Watch it from a business mind. What happened? How did these guys lose control of McDonald's? Because they were fear. They had a bunch of fear of Tons what happens of next, Yummy. and they couldn't wrap their head around. They didn't know, or 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 they got taken advantage of the situation. And dude, that's a major one. The fear of what's next. And if anybody hasn't seen the movie or they have seen it, go back and watch it from the business yeah. mindset. Yeah, man. And you'll learn so much from that movie that it's 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 crazy. Cause I'm sure you probably watched it the same way I watched it. And and it's it's completely different because you're looking at it from the from the entertainment side, but also the business side and how companies get absorbed by somebody else that has more uh, tooth in the game. Right. Oh man. And, yeah. And that's all I'm going to say. If it's interesting to you guys, go back and watch it and you'll learn something. You got to, you've got to, it is a fantastic movie. It is certainly an entrepreneurial, uh, an entrepreneur type of movie. Uh, you definitely want to really focus on, you know, the, I think for me, what sticks out is, uh, you have two individuals, two separate mindsets, right? The mindset of we're comfortable, we're okay, we're complacent. And then the other mindset that says, you don't realize what you're sitting on. You don't realize mm-hmm. what you have just been able to accomplish, that if you need to scale and grow, I see potential, right? Not only do I see potential, I see this as a multiple facet of moves, right? I see this as a fast food move. I see this as a real estate move. I see this as a process move. Look at McDonald's, man. McDonald's is not just serving. Don't get, don't, don't give it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, so, where, I know where yeah. you're going, but don't so, give it away yeah, just no, in no, case no. anybody watched the one and watched the movie. But but yeah, you're absolutely right in the direction that you were going. I just don't want you to spoil it in case someone wants to go and 
figure it out and maybe we can if you do figure it out come back to this episode type it in the chat it's like and just yeah for sure key in right there what what you know why mcdonald's is the key uh of their success yeah yeah and it's called the founder so the movie's called the founder and it's uh ray Kroc, ray and joan Kroc. the reason i know them mm-hmm. uh, that name that name will uh, i will always remember that name is because they were big donors in an organization i was involved with uh the, well their family legacy were uh so yeah you know i will i will say that that fear of what's next is a fear that you know is real alex and you know those are those are the top 10 uh pieces uh, i guess you can say the biggest fears that you hold on to that's keeping you back from living your best life. Uh, I want to encourage you to reflect on those. I reflected on those, as you can certainly tell Alex has reflected on those, but you know, it, it is something that we cannot sit here and just ignore. Right, Alex? Yeah, no, man, we, we can't. Those are major ones and we all battled through them. Um, and we can, we're going to continue to battle through them because I don't think anybody can clearly say, Hey, these don't affect me anymore um, because at some capacity, each one of us gets affected by one of those daily and we'll surpass them and we'll get another, another one eventually. But you know, and that can be in anything, right? Anyway, I I gotta stop, man. It's, it's, it's just a fantastic uh, uh, article. I think, yeah, man. Yeah, no, we can definitely dive deep, deeper into some of those if we needed to, but you know, the economy, Carlos, I don't know if you noticed that, the vaccinations, people are getting more and the economy is slowly bouncing back because a lot of people are opening the restrictions of social distancing, the masks are not required in some cases and they're opening up slowly, some faster than others. And, um, you know, that, that leads to a lot of other things, you know, and one of the things that we've been talking about is how do you, how do you prepare for I guess America open up opening up again. Yeah, man, and 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 I don't know if you've also noticed with the economy opening up, Alex. I, I, I've noticed that there's a lot of small businesses uh, hiring right now. A lot of small, a lot of hiring, hiring signs. A lot yeah, of a hiring lot signs. of hiring signs because people are not working or choosing not to work because they can make more money doing other things such as unemployment. But you know, one of the things that we wanted to share on the show, and and this is this is certainly a vision of mine and Alex. Uh, we've said it before that when you listen to us, we want you to gain something from it, right? Even if it's a small tidbit or if it's a whole segment, uh, we want you to walk away that you feel energized, uh, that you feel that you know you've not wasted your time. Uh, so we certainly wanted to give you some tips that if maybe you are out there right now in the job market uh, trying to figure out either what's next in your life and how you're going to move up within your company or how you're going to move out of your company, transition into something else, into another sector or transition in the same sector to another company, whatever the case may be, we certainly wanted to give you some tips uh, on on landing that next job. Uh, as, As a CEO of two companies, what I can tell you is that I look for certain things in employees, right? Uh, and, and these are things that, that we want to encourage you. And, and the first one would be, Alex, I don't know about you, man, but when you went in for an interview or when I went in for an interview, I always practiced and I prepared. I, I walked in prepared. I knew about the company. I knew what they did. 
I knew what they've accomplished. And if I know who I'm interviewing with, I'd like to find out something about them, right? You got to be strategic and you got to have an agenda as to how you're going to accomplish. So therefore you got to practice, right? And you got to prepare. Would you agree with me, Alex? Yeah. And, and I think one thing that helps because I've sat through multiple, multiple people getting interviews is, is part of, you know, asking the questions and figuring out their knowledge base and the technical abilities of certain individuals and, and doing that. And one thing is, instead of telling me like, Hey, I'm good with, uh, I'm very good at customer service. It's like, everybody says that, you know, I think if you guys go out with a story, like, Oh, let me tell you how this one time I helped this particular customer that she was struggling with this and this and this and this. And I was able to calm her down and blah, blah, blah. And you explain the situation. And it's more of a storyline that's telling me why you're good at customer service. That's right. Why you're good at that technical ability. Oh, this one time we had this issue with this particular wire, blah, blah, blah. Whatever your skill set or you're trying to achieve. And you tell that story of how you do it, how you did it. Um, one thing I always ask is like, for example, they're trying to tell me how they, they, they did something good. And I'm trying not to give a lot of stuff away, but um, of course. Of course. They, they did a particular thing good or this, this and that. And I'll be like, okay, have you ever had a customer done this, this and this and that? And how did you do that? Or what? Oh, I never done it that way. So mm -hmm. immediately you can start peeling back the layers of what they wrote in the resume with stories. So I think as a, as a person that sometimes gives the approval, wish you hire somebody or not hire somebody, it's listening to what they're actually saying as far as their stories. And when they don't have a good story, I immediately be like, oh, it's just BS. Like there's not even waste our time. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting, right? How people will, uh, want to do those things. Right. And they think that they're, you know, they're actually doing something about it. When at the end of the day, they're just mumbling, man, they're just talking. You're, you're a resounding symbol that really I'm not hearing you, you know? Uh, so no, mm -hmm. I, I, I totally get it. I, I appreciate Alex, uh, even in your resume, uh, as you write your resume, talk about those skills. What did those mm -hmm. skills look like when you want to show off your customer service skills? Uh, you know, uh, companies, I know in my end, you know, when you talk about customer service, not only do I want to know that you help this individual, but I also want to know that you not only help them, but they came back because of your help right? That they became a lifelong supporter, that they became a lifelong listener, that they became a lifelong customer. So yeah, man. I, and, and here's the other part. Uh, you got to develop a connection with the interviewer. Would you agree, Alex? No. Uh, yeah, no. And you got to know your own resume. Like, you oh, know, <laughs> it's like a lot of people just copy it offline, right? No, it's like, you got to know, because sometimes is, I don't know if you had this in your interviews, Carlos, but when they try to go back and be like, oh, like, where is that? And they try to look at the resume, like, what did they put or what they, and it's, and it's like, no, 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 we even put that away. I'm just, it's just like, asking a question, sir. I'm just, just asking the question. question. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, one thing I would say is in, in your, in your resumes at the top, put your education. If you have any of your certifications, like the block number one should be like your education section. Um, whatever that is, or any skills or, or certificates you may hold, or if you're going, if not, you just skip right over that. Yeah. And then once you finish your stuff and say, if you list like, oh, I'm very good with Excel or blah, 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 whatever job you're going at the very end, it doesn't help to put like just skills and just name them at the very end, because 
what happens is we re- will read it through it. And once we'll finish reading through it is you might've forgot like, this, did this person have excels and I have to go. But if you list it at the bottom, once you goes like, Oh, okay. Those were the skills um, that I seen those. And those seem kind of helpful more more yeah. when I look at them because it's, yeah. I can ask quicker questions. So that's just a tip. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, <laughs> I've actually, I've been quite impressed uh, when I'm doing my interviews is they'll, and this is, this is strategic Alex uh, that they'll walk into my office and they'll look around. Right. And whatever jumps out at them, somebody who is smart and they know what they're doing in that interview process They'll find something in the room. They'll make a connection to it. And then they'll jump in and go in for the kill. Right. Speaking of, you know, if you're a golfer, so you're a golfer. Oh my goodness. Have you had a chance? Uh, did, did you go to the, did, did you go to Augusta? Have you been to Augusta? Oh no, I haven't been to Augusta. I've never been to the masters. Have you been to the Masters? Yeah, actually my, and before you know it, you've developed a connection and what that has done. Yeah. yeah sure. What that connection has now done. It has put that interview process at ease, right? It's no longer them and me. It's it's now us, right? Uh, now we've kicked it back a little bit, only because we have found some common ground. Uh, I I, uh, I remember one time uh, while I was trying to grow in a specific company that I was with uh, years ago. Uh, I'm a watch guy, I, and I, I think I've said this on here. I'm, a, I'm a, I've always been a watch guy, and uh, with my watches. And uh, I had a specific interview to grow in the organization with this individual that I didn't know, but I saw their watch. And as soon as I saw their watch, I said, oh, so you're into Rolexes, but not just Rolex, a specific oyster. Oh, you know about why? Oh, I love the oyster. The oyster is a, is a rare one of a kind. And before you know it, you've established a connection that you just spent five minutes talking about a watch, but they don't realize what I have just done is I have established a connection where it has put the interview at ease right? It shows that I'm, I'm on their same playing field when we're talking about a specific subject and I can hold that conversation. But ultimately my goal, ultimately their goal is to put the interview process at ease. Would you say? Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's very interesting what you're, what you're, you know, what you're trying to, because it's true. There, there's been a couple of times and it goes back to the story. I mean, it, it, you it basically what you remember when I was telling about the story about the customer service or whatever, or the other story of like, Oh, this, I had to help with this. It's yeah. almost goes the same thing. You, you're kind of trying to make a story with the connection. Oh, is, so you, you're picking the common thing. Oh, you're into watches. Oh, I'm into watches. Oh, you're into golf. Oh, I like golf too. It's like, Hey, do you ever, have you ever been down to this particular golf course and then yeah. you make a little story it's like oh no i need to try that one. Oh yeah you should you know that's a really nice one yeah. and then it's like which one do you go to oh, okay so it's it's just the same thing you're 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 trying to do your interview through a story instead of what's on a piece of paper and uh, trust me we can easily tell what we're looking for on a, on a particular person depends on Carlos is looking for something else versus in, in my field of work, we're looking for something completely different. Yep. And uh, so, but it's easy to tell which people know, which ones know and don't know because the questions that I'm asking are very specific because I'm trying to decipher and I don't really care about everything else that you said, because this is what matters. And it's actually going to tell me everything else that you said, if sure. it mattered or not. Or if That's you right. knew or not. 
So and, it, it's it's key things. Yeah, no, and 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 out of those key things, Alex, you've got to know what company you're working for. Just because they're hiring for a specific position and you are very much and very into that specific position, you need to know what that company does. You need to be well, listen, I, I have told people a thousand, you need to know their origin, where they come out of, right? Uh, know their origin, know their history, know their mission, know how they've grown from this to that, because what you will notice, and, and you, you'll see if you do this, what you will notice is they've seen you've done your homework, right? Not only have they seen now that you've done your homework, but now you're intrigued, right? And now you want to help them get to that next level as an asset for that company. Don't just jump into something because you, you see that position. Oh, I could probably do that. And you just skim the responsibilities. You look at the KSAs, you look at the TDRs and, and you're like, oh, I can pull that off. And then before you know it, you, you don't even know what you just signed up for, right? You just don't know what you've just did. And, and let me, let me, let me fix that. Uh, my HR college class kicked in there. Uh, KSAs are knowledge skills. Uh, <laughs> that's what that means. And then TDRs are task duties and responsibilities. Uh, so that when you look at those KSAs, when you look at those TDRs, as you're, as you're developing uh, and, and figuring out what you're going to do for a specific position in those moments, you have to remember at the end of the day, what this company does. And you need to show off that you know what this company does, right? You imagine starting off at Walmart, applying at Walmart, you know the history of this company, right? And you want to help this company grow. You need to understand what their mission is because companies have a mission and they know where they're going and they know how and to get And one, one thing I want to add, you can also ask when once you finish your interview and you want to know about the company, you can ask that person that's doing is like, hey, what type of person tends to, uh, what, are, what are you considered a good employee here? Or, or if you're trying to decipher, is it, what is your boss that's going to be hiring you? What are they looking in a person? Because sometimes we could say it's like, hey, we're looking for somebody that, you know, loves to grow, uh, that loves to learn, that loves to do this. Um, if they, and not just, you know, um, that's maybe things that I would say, but if you guy and you, you're asking these questions and the guy says like, oh, we love Billy because Billy just, He's he answers the phone all the time. He he loves to work late. He does this. Well, then you, you you're looking as well. This boss thinks that you dedicating your whole basically. If you work here, you're gonna be working late, and you're gonna work in this. Maybe that's not a place you want to be if that's not your style, right? Absolutely. If you want to just Absolutely. clock in, clock out, and the, and your boss is thinking that. Well, you got to put long hours. You got to answer the phone when I need you. You're gonna have to do this. You're gonna have to come when I need you. And that tells you right there. You, that's what he thinks a good employee is. Yeah. So yeah. there's little things like that that you can kind of decipher and see. Well, if this guy says no, I just like somebody that's respectful that answers the phone. Like, say you're gonna be answering calls. That's helpful when they're answering the calls. They're respectful. They love to do this. And that's kind of a person that loves to learn then you'll be like, oh, dude, that's great. Uh, sign me up. You know, there's little things there. And uh, we'll, we'll probably touch on this a little bit more about tips about asking an employer what questions and and what to put on your interviews. Uh, I mean, on your in your resume. Yeah. But I think that uh, I think that's almost the show, Carlos. 
It is, man. But you know, let me let me finish up on a couple of things. Please go in there and uh, you know brush your hair, uh, trim your beard, uh, buy a mint. Uh, make sure you do that. That you're on time, right? Stay calm. Don't panic. It's okay if they ask you questions. They're not checking and they're not going to put you on a lie detector. Uh, and follow up after the interview. If you're really interested, you've got to show interest and just follow up. Hey, I uh, recently went through an interview and I'm just following up to see what the status is on that. So yeah, no, I I, I think we're wrapping that up, Alex, for sure. Um, so yeah, Alex, I, I would say that we're certainly wrapping the show up. But before we head out, Alex, I want to show, uh, I certainly want to share, not show, I want to share the quote of the day. Today's quote, uh, uh, kind of flows with everything that what we've been talking about today. Uh, and it comes uh, from, uh, this is actually Amitao. Uh, Amitao says, never let the things that you want make you forget the things that you have. I'll say it again. Never let the things you want make you forget the things you have. My name is Carlos. And this is Alex. Thanks for tuning in the show. And let's go, Canelo. He's out. Hola. Peace. Hang on, let me stop it. Yeah, let's go, Canelo. Let's go, boy. Go, boy.